And now we start learning tshuva ilo. That the spirit has gone away, and the person has been purified, or a spirit of holiness has come over the person and purified the person. The lower hay has been put back in its place. That means to say, a Jew who lost his descent and lost, a feel, lost his feel for Ruchnius because of Avedis now feels a lakus. Tosh of hay, the lower hay has returned to the, its correct place. Right? So this tshuva is about fixing what's wrong. But now begins a new tshuva. This new tshuva is not fixing what's wrong, but to make what's right better. This is called tshuva Then it's possible for the neshama to return a second time. And this is tosh of hay, hay law, to return to the level of bina. As you'll see inside, Adavaya Baruch Hu Mamish Lashem Himself, blessed be He. Vilaale Ismaila Mal to go up higher and even higher, Lemekeda to the root of the Neshama, or the Davka Beis Barach and become attached to Hashem. But Yichad Niflo with a wondrous union. How wondrous is wondrous that Kemoisha Hoysom Yichadis Beis Barach, just as the Neshama was one with Hashem, Betachas Yichad at the root level of oneness. Beterem Shenafcha Beruach Pivis Barach, for Hashem blew it with His mouth. Laid a lamata to descend below, ulislabish, and to go, begufa to the body of person. Right? Parenthesis. Ukmeit al if you need to use an analogy, says the Al Think of it as follows. A man who blows with the wind of his mouth. So there's the wind as he blows it. That we discussed earlier, you could make a wall which separates the blower from the blowy, and the wind doesn't reach. But if there is no wall, the blower's wind reaches the blowy, but at least the air is separated from the blower. And then there is Beterem, even before the wind left the, the mouth of the blower, whom it's one with him. Similarly, there is an Indian of connection between Yid and Hashem, not just because the Chevel, the cord of connectedness, keeps him attached to Hashem. He never separated from the Abish, he's one with Hashem because he wasn't yet created as a separate entity. It says, This is the higher Tshuva, the perfect Tshuva, which is, of course, called Tshuva Yalah. This is not about Avedis. This is not about the fact that there is desensitization, that there is a separation between me and Hashem, about Medida Melchmacham, Lacham, Akadosh Baruch A person has healed that in the lower Tshuva. This is about connecting to Hashem. This higher Tshuva is different than the lower Tshuva, not only that it's more and that it's harder, but that it's opposite. The lower tube is focusing on negative and fixing it. Focusing on the walls and breaking them. The higher tube is focusing on positive. There's an Eibishter. I'm going to bring the Eibishter into my life and attach myself to Hashem. And I should become one with the Eibishter like before Menashem came into this goof. In other words, you should experience godliness. Dveikos in Hashem. Ava betanugim. You should feel attachedness to the Eibishter. And this is called Tshuvila. Says the Rebbe Vihine. Bechinas Yichodzeh. This category of oneness. A Tshuvila and this higher Tshuvila. Which is not about Avedis. But rather, it's about experiencing godliness in one's person. It's the higher tshuva that happens only after the lower tshuva. You'll see in Mitzvah Shem later on, in Perek Yudah, a little bit about this Seder. First you have to have the lower tshuva, and then you have to have the higher tshuva. That this first tshuva, which is breaking the stranglehold of Klippa, and having Rachmanus, and revealing the Rachmanus, and giving Mitzvah Rachman. To put the Heitata back where it belongs, to resensitize the person, David Hashem. And Tshuva Yalah is to bring God into your life. It's not breaking the negative energy that's holding you, but to reveal positive energy to the person. And how was it achieved? Yes, asking Be'er to learn Teda. And Taka to learn Teda to the point of to the point where you come to have fear and love of the Abishta, which is the Iu Ben Yudke. And the love and fear of the Abishta are the sons of Yudke. Which makes up the word Bina Vachulu. Yudke would be Chachma and Bina. 
Ben Yud K would be Avas Hashem or Avas Hashem and Yiddish Hashem. And when a person brings his understanding of the Eibishter and his love and fear of the Eibishter into his life, this lifts him up to the Madrega of Tshuva Yilod. This is not a negative process, it's a positive process. Okay, how do we explain this? You and I are separate from the Eibishter. You and I are separate from the Eibishter. What does it mean? You relate to you, I relate to me. The Eibishter we read about in Sfarim. We hear about it from the Bashpiyim. The Rebbe teaches us about it, but it's not real. We have to learn about the Eibishter. When you do an Aveda, you're making it unduly, you're making it, I'm making it, we're making it unduly hard for ourselves. Without doing the first Aveda, the Eibishter is hard enough for us to relate to. Why? Because he's not physical and we cannot see him. And we live in a Gashmizdika world and we have Gashmizdika needs and Gashmizdika worries and Gashmizdika burdens. Must I say more? It goes without saying. And Aveda makes us even harder. Because there's not only in the initial Merida, the initial rebellion, which is bad enough, but there is the Pagam, the wound they make in our nefesh. That in times of Golos, the Pagam doesn't mean we're cut off from the Eibishter. The Pagam means that we become trapped in Klippa. Right? Desensitization effect. In time of the Beis HaMikdash, we're cut off, which means we can't fix it. Times of Golos, it's in Golos, the Kedusha, the sparks of holiness of Arnish Shoma, and the sparks of Hayatah go into Golos, we have to put them back in. How do you do tshuva? You break the stranglehold of klipa through bitterness and through rachmanus. What's trivial law? Tshuva means pasha bringing Hashem into your life. You bring Hashem into your life, that's trivial law. In other words, it's not about breaking negative walls, but pasha bringing in positive light. Here's the problem. How do you do that? Hashem is not real. How am I going to bring Hashem into my life if Hashem is not real? Okay? Now, the biggest tzaddikim are holding by Madrig, hold Avabat Hanugim. Avabat Hanugim basically means they feel Hashem. Do you feel Hashem? That is true law. You, you're feeling the experience of the Eibishter. So it's not only that you're not, not cut off from Hashem through Avedis and Tshuva Tata, Toshav Hey, you're experiencing Godliness. But you and I don't. And the answer is Bina and Chochmah, to learn and understand. When a person learns and understands the Eibishter, he's not focusing on himself. He's not focusing on his Avedis. He's focusing on the Eibishter. When you learn about the Eibishter, and of course, we're learning about the Eibishter to learn the Chasidis. You can't learn about the Eibishter in Sheshenogachasapada. If you want to learn about the Eibishter, learn it in those Sfarim that talk about the Eibishter. When you learn about the Eibishter, you bring the Eibishter into your life. And because this is called learning Teda, but not learning Teda intellectually, understanding the Lomdis of Migeh, Chazokeh, and Rev, and Korev, and Chazokeh the Meikara, and Chazokeh the Achshav, and so on. But Taka learning the way the Teda is, how in Teda in general, and in Mikre and Chumash specifically, there is godliness. And of course, in our personal experience, it means Pasha to learn Hasidus, which reveals to us an understanding of Hashem. You have to remember, this is a problem. If we understand Hashem, what happens then? Nothing happens. People can understand the Ebesh, they don't believe in Him. It's a philosophy. But the point is to understand Hashem until the understanding becomes real. And it infuses us with a sense of the truth of Hashem. And it inspires us with a lichtikite, with a light, with an enlightenment, with a warmth, with a joy that comes from the Eibishter. That light, that warmth, that's bringing Hashem into our lives, and that's Tshuva law. It's not Tshuva going away from Avedas, which is putting the lower hay back where it belongs. It's Tshuva law. We're taking the higher hay. What's the higher hay? The higher hay is the nistatus of a person, the brain and the heart, your personality, your psyche, your character, your disposition, your inclinations. Who you are as a human being, that's the higher hey. What you understand and feel, not what you do. When you fill your brain and your heart and your senses with Hashemliness, through learning about Hashem and feeling Hashem and being inspired with Hashem, you are lifted up. You're becoming one with Hashem. This is called Shuri The highest level of this is called Vekos. 
where you become one with the Eibishter. Or slightly differently, Nishikin, a kiss. Where you and Hashem are kissing on the lips, as it's explained in Lashon Tanya. You have it in Pedic Test. The Rebbe is going to talk about it at length. And it was mentioned before in Pedic Mpey and Pedic Memtesa. The Rebbe has Sichas, where he explains the difference between the kiss and the Yer Satshuva and the kiss and the Lakuti Amor. Let's say it in different words. You have a Nishama. Your Nishama knows Hashem intimately. You don't. Because your Nishama is subconscious. Chuvi law is to reveal the level of the Nishama that knows Hashem intimately. Not reveal the Nishama that does mitzvahs. Reveal the Nishama that feels getlachkeit. How do you reveal the Nishama? I don't know. But the beginning is Mayach and Lev. Learning about Hashem, thinking about Hashem, filling your mind and your heart and your soul with Hashemliness, with the light of Hashem, on a level of intellect and a level of emotions that you're full of the Eibishter. And that, when you feel full of Hashem, that means you're experiencing the Hashemliness within yourself. It's called the Dveikus. A connection between you and the Eibishter. Do you hear what I'm saying? This is called the higher tshuva, bringing Hashem into your life. Now, there's two points that the Rebbe makes in Sichas that are very important in understanding this business of tshuva law. The first is like this. What's the difference between the brain and the heart, the intellect of the person and the emotions of the person? The difference between the intellect of the person and the emotion of the person is the intellect is objective and the emotions are subjective. Your brain understands what's true. Your heart feels what feels good to it. If you can't relate to a certain level of godliness, you cannot feel it, it doesn't mean anything to your heart. Your brain can understand it. Does that make sense to you? This is called in Hebrew, Kirvas Alekim Taiv and Kirvas Alekim Li Taiv. Closeness to God is good, closeness to God is good for me. Okay? Tshuva Elah means learning about Hashem and understanding that it's good to be close to Hashem. But not understanding that it's good to be close to Hashem for me. Because if it's about understanding that it's good to be close to Hashem for me, it's not Hashem you're close to. When you feel in your heart a closeness to Hashem because of what Hashem does for you, He gives you food, clothing, shelter, it's not Hashem you're loving, it's Hashem vis-a-vis yourself. That's not Tshuva Elah. Tshuva Elah means to understand the truth of Hashem. And understand the truth of Hashem because Hashem is good not because what he gives for me, but because of his truth. This is why Chuvi law is connected to Bina. Chuvi law is not connected to Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, to feeling Hashem in your heart. Even though the Alter Rebbe said in Tanya Perikdala that we get us at Chuvi, that the hey includes understanding and feeling. But if the feelings are what they would call in English, subjective feelings, feeling Hashem as Hashem relates to your needs and your interests, that's not Chuvi law. Chuvi law means attaching yourself, kissing Hashem, because of the truth of Hashem, not because of the subjectivity of Hashem. Does that make sense to you? So the Alter Rebbe says here, in Pedichas now, You must understand what this means. When he says Yira and Av of Teira, he doesn't mean regular Yira and Av. Regular Yira and Av is subjective. He says, Where you're fearing Hashem and loving Hashem, but not because of what you have from Hashem. You're afraid of being hurt. You want Him to give you better Parnosa, better Gizunt. But you're fearing Hashem and loving Hashem on a level of, of Bina. Where you, you fear Hashem because you have respect for His truth. And you love Hashem because you want to have a connection to His truth. Where the Yid and the Ahava are part of Bina. Where the Yid and Ahava are not subjective Yid and Ahava, but really objective Yid and Ahava. What we would call in Hasid is Avarab and The feelings that are being described in Tshuva Yilah are like the understanding of Tshuva Yilah. Just like the understanding of Tshuva Yilah is understanding the truth of Hashem. And trying to reveal the part of the neshama which is attached to the truth of Hashem, the emotions that he's describing are not normal emotions. Normally, emotions are selfish or, or subjective. These are the emotions that can feel the emes. Do you understand? Therefore, the emotions that are being described in the Gerasa Tshuva, Tshuva law, are part of Bina, not part of Midas. They're part of the Hay, not part of the Vov. 
Ben Yud K, had the Midas are included in Bina. Because the whole idea of the mind, the whole distinction between the mind and the heart is that the mind is able to know the truth and the heart can only feel what is subjective. But when the heart feels the truth of the mind in a truthful way, those emotions are included in the mind. So what's Chuvila in a nutshell? Bring Hashem into your life. How? Learn, feel, reveal the Nishama, but not in as much as Hashem is useful to me, but in as much as Hashem is honest. So Chuvah Tata, the lower Chuvah, is resensitizing myself, taking away the stranglehold that Klippa has on me, and connecting to the Ebishter in doing learning and doing mitzvahs. Chuvah is bringing the light of the Ebishter into my person. One is a negative process and one is a positive process. Okay? There's another issue. And the other issue goes in the next three lines. The Gemara says, the Gemara has two opinions, right? I'm sure you know this. Which is higher, about Chuvah or Tzadik? In Masechta Barachas, there's a machlaikis, who is higher, about Chuvah or Tzadik? One opinion says Tzadik is higher, the other opinion says that about Chuvah higher than Tzadik. Rambam, Paskins, like the day that holds, that about Chuvah higher than Tzadik. And then Dezayar, of course, says it by Pashtas. Because they're pulling with extra power, extra impetus. What's the difference between a Balchuva and a Tzadik? A Balchuva is running from evil, a Tzadik is running to good. And there's a rule in creation, which goes back to the Vahyara Vahyavayke, that night comes before day, that lav koidem lahay, darkness is before light. No is stronger than yes. If two people are motivated to do something, but one has a negative motivation, he's running from something bad. And the other has a positive motivation. He's running to something good. The one running from bad is always going to be running faster than the one running to good. A Balchuv is higher than a Tzadik because a Balchuv is running away from evil. The Tzadik is running to good. Okay? But what about Chuvi Law? Chuvi Law, Lechayre, is there's no difference in a Balchuv and a Tzadik. In Chuvi Tatao, where I'm having Rachman, Asamayin, Shama, and I'm I'm beating up on myself, my Avedas, and making him Okay, Abachuva is higher than a tzaddik, because Abachuva has this negative motivation, a tzaddik doesn't. But Chuva, Allah is bringing Hashem into your life, in learning Teda. And the Tchilu, Rechimu, the Kuchabrichu. We have Yiras Hashem and Avas Hashem and a level of objectivity. So here, Abachuva and Tzaddik are exactly the same. Nishtazai? You hear the Kasha? So the Alter Rebbe finishes off the Pedic. Umaylas by the Chuva, the advantage about the Chuva, al Tzaddikim Gemurim. Even in Shuvi law. And Shuvi law is a positive process. I'm not running away from evil. Forget, I'm bringing the light of Hashem into my life. Even in Shuvi law, Baal Shuvi is higher than a tzaddik. He commissioned. They bring down upon themselves this light of Hashem. With more will of the heart. And with more power, to come close to the Abishta. Just like when about Chuva is running away from the Aveda. Chuva Tato, Toshav Hey, he's stronger than the Tzaddik. When the Balchuva is running or revealing Hashem into his person, which is the Indian of Chuva Allah, he's also stronger than the Tzaddik. And this is a very interesting thing. When you talk about his bondness to bring the truth of Hashem into your person, why would about Chuva be better than the Tzaddik? And the Pashtas. The answer is. Because Chuvat Atah and Chuvat are two separate things. Chuvat is the culmination of Chuvat Atah. We discussed this in a few shiurim ago. That the fact that a person can have an Aveda, the Pashtas, and cause the Nishama to go into Golis, is because on the level of Chuvat Atah, there was a tiny, tiny chesaran. Right? Eitadas. There wouldn't be a tiny chesaran in the brain and the heart of the person. There couldn't be a gross chesaran in the actions of the person. So when the person does the first, the lower Chuvat, by having Achmanas and his Nishama, leave Nish Beruach, Nish and bring it to Yom Rachman, the Chuvi law that comes after it, which is not just I'm resensitizing myself and I'm 
again focusing on serving Hashem. But I'm bringing the light of Hashem into my life. The Baal Tshuva brings that light different than the Tzadik. Because the higher Tshuva is a continuation of the lower Tshuva. And the Baal Tshuva brings that light of Hashem differently than the Tzadik. And even in Tshuva Ilah, in bringing in- inspiration, godliness into the person, the Baal Tshuva is higher than the Tzadik. More will see him in the next Tshuva. 